Welcome back, guys. I'm your host, Jackson Booth, and this is your co-host, Stephen Booth, and this is Wrestling 101 with Jackson. Oh, yeah. We nailed it that time. First try, bud. We're getting good at this podcast and stuff, baby. Yeah. It's been like a couple We're just of days. too sweet. And if you're not down with that, we got two George words for you. Yeah. We can't say that, though. It's a kid's show. Uh, eat it, yeah. We got two words for you. Eat it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad everybody's back. I'm glad y'all came back. And I'm glad y'all are listening to our podcast, guys. Yeah, we really gosh. like doing this. And once we start getting some more time, we're going to do watch-alongs, too, on matches. So, yeah. with that being said, I think we'll dive Back into some wrestling, fellas Woo-hoo. and ladies and gentlemen and mommies and daddies and kids of all ages. And we're going to be talking about Randy Orton. Yes, at the end. All right, we're going to pick up in uh, 77. Oh, let me go to the video, make sure. All right. Oops. Make sure I don't hit stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. In 1977, he got his first chance with the longtime rival, uh, Terry Funk. But Funk beat him twice before in Toronto and uh, Ontario and in, in uh, Toronto and Ontario, Canada. Race won the title by submit submission with the Indian Deathlock. I'm not for sure how that move works exactly. We'll have to look that up, Jackson. Oh, and like I said, like I start out every show, guys, when I talk about these wrestling moves and stuff, please don't try them at home, guys. I don't want you kids getting hurt. I want y'all to learn about wrestling and all that, but I don't want you going out and... Yeah, you guys can do this when you guys are older. Doing this and, uh, you know, really hurting yourself. I must do it on my teddy bear. So, yes, do not try this with anybody or uh, anything. Okay, back to the story. He won the title by submission and with, a, like I said, an Indian deathlock. He regained the NW title again. He defeated his, he defended his title up to six times a week. There's seven days in a week, so he was wrestling pretty much every every day. Their schedule back then was just rough, Jackson. They was constantly driving, always on the road in a different city every night going to different promotions. It's not like it is now. The schedule is more relaxed than what it used to be. But yeah, he was on the road all the time and defended his uh, championship up to six times. And he held the title for four years on and off. Yeah. He was good, man. And I loved his voice. He would always do his promos like, On God's green earth, I'm the baddest man on God's green earth because I have the belt. They said he was, they say he was a tough cookie. Like I said, I didn't know if I told this story. There's one story out there where he was at a restaurant and there was two guys giving this woman some, you know, trouble, trouble being mean to her, I guess. Well, he went to tell him to quit and got him to quit. 
And the waitress came over and said, "Sir, you know he they have a gun and one has a knife. One has a gun, one has a knife." And what does Race do? He goes over there. Now, first he says, "Really?" Jackson. He didn't say really. He didn't say nothing. Um. He was a tough guy. He said, "Okay." He just he walked over there, and he ended up punching the guy out with the gun. But the guy with the knife stabbed him. And he knocked him out too after he stabbed him. That's how tough this guy was. Yeah. I'd known him as a ton. Yes. Uh, okay. Back to the story. Yeah. At the time, the NWA and the WWF, which is the WWE now, and the AWA was... Uh, well, they was all on good working terms, and Race would have the title for title for title matches against Billy Graham, the superstar Billy Graham, and Bob Buck, uh, Bob Backlund, as well as NWA champ Nick Bockwinkle. Them three names right there, are like another icons of wrestling legends, superstar Billy Graham, he was like. <clears throat> the first uh, guy that was all muscly and tanned. That's where Hogan kind of got his character from. Was he? Because uh, superstar Billy Graham back in the day, he was like the first guy to be all muscly and you know tanned and brag, you know. And then uh, Bob Backlund, he was another good uh, wrestler from the uh, another legend. And so same thing with Nick Bockwinkle. Okay, well then after that, Harley Race toured all over the country and even Japan. Yes. He lost the title of Dusty Rhodes in 1981. After many attempts, he never could beat him to get it back. Harley defeated Ric Flair in St. Louis in 1983 for his seventh reign as a champion, breaking Luthez's record. I remember that match, and I, we need to go back and watch that one. That's a good match to see. That's with Ric Flair. I I think it was Stargate. I'm not for sure. Stargate. That's the name of the pay-per-view, Jackson. Like they have pay-per-views now that's called Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, uh, WrestleMania. Hmm. So that's what that, that's what I mean when I say that. Okay. Oh. And I'm sorry. But Harley Race uh, lost the title after that to Ric Flair. So that's why he put a $25,000 bounty on Ric Flair's head saying if whoever took him out would get that $25,000. So he wouldn't have to worry about Ric Flair trying to come get his title. Yeah. Well then, Ric Flair was attacked, but he didn't. It didn't stop Ric Flair from coming after the belt. The match was set to be at Stargate. See, the, that was like one of the first big pay per views back in the day. Because back then they didn't have pay per views and all that. This is right when cable TV started coming on and people really started getting national attention. Well, and uh, it was held in Greensboro, North Carolina. 
North Carolinas, that was a good wrestling territory, and so was the Greensboro, I hear. It was a steel cage match, but Harley Race lost to Flair in one of the best matches ever. We need to watch that one. That's what we'll do. That'll be our first watch along. We'll do that this week, and I'll get that put on Spotify for everybody. Yay. He got the title back in New Zealand, but only had it for two days. That made him the eight-time champion. And then, in 1986, he went to the WWF, which is the WWE now. And he was uh, managed by Bobby the Brain Heenan. That's another guy who was, like, amazing. He was a good manager. He was a good heel. He was good on the mic. He cut promos. Need to look him up. Bobby the Brain Heenan. And then Harley Race won won the uh, King of the Ring tournament in 1986. After that, he started to become King Harley Race. And he would make people be like, get down and bow after his matches. That's what he would uh, tell people to do. Well, at WrestleMania, he fought the Junkyard Dog and won. And Harley tried to make him bow down and all that. And Junkyard Dog beat the snot out of him. Took his crown and everything and put it on. That's a match we'll have to watch too. That's a good one. Then in 1987, his feud with Hulk Hogan and Hogan and Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a good rival. And then he left in 1989. Then he went to the WCW in 1991. You okay, bub? Yeah. And then uh, he became Lex Luger's uh, manager. Now, Lex Luger, he was another pretty decent wrestler. He wasn't like my all-time favorite, but he wasn't bad. Wasn't all that good, but he was okay. Then Lex won the WCW championship against... uh, Then he won the championship, and then he started managing uh, Vader. Vader was a big guy. He wore that mask, and he'd always go, It's time! It's time. It's Vader time. Oh, that dude. Yes. He managed him for a while in the WCW. And then uh, he uh, helped him win the championship quick. He had another car accident that forced him out of wrestling altogether. Then after wrestling, he would still kind of make appearances on the WWE and all that. You know, and go do the meet and greets. But his wrestling career was like over, over. He didn't even manage anymore after that. But he was a good legend that passed away. And that's why I wanted to do this show was to get the younger kids like Jackson that don't know about these guys, you know, to 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 know about them and, you know, ask their parents about them and kind of look that stuff up. Because once these older guys are gone, man... We ain't got the history much anymore. That's why we need to document it, write it down, talk about it, and keep remembering these guys. And we're trying to keep it alive. Yes. But Jackson, now he gets to do his input because he he hasn't really seen much of these older guys I talk about. But now when I talk about the newer guys, he knows. So... Randy Orton. What do you think about Randy Orton before we start talking about him? Give me your input. I think he's kind of rude. But you know he's another one who's been wrestling for a very long time. Like me, like I'm surprised I didn't judge you. 
Why? Because of all the crazy stuff he does? Yeah, like how he gets bust open sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like when him and Edge had that match at WrestleMania and there's yeah. wrestling all over the place. Yes. And his hell in the cell matches. Yeah. Yeah, he's another. He's very good. He's a very, very good good wrestler. And I mean... Like he never quits wrestling. I mean, yeah, I mean, stopped. he's. I think he's been wrestling since the early two thousands. But we'll talk about him now more. Like a whole been, lot. Like, he's been with like every single tag team. Yeah. Evolution. Yeah, because Evolution, and he's been with. Uh, I can't remember what the tag team with him and Ted DiBiase's son and Cody Rhodes. They was all three part of a tag team at one time. But they were all in WWE back then. Yes. He's always been with the WWE. He's never been with another. I'm just, I'm surprised. Okay, you ready to start talking about him? Yeah. Okay. Randy Orton made his wrestling debut in uh, 2000 in Mid-Missouri Wrestling in St. Louis. Which is his home state, I believe. His home state? Yes. Wow. Yes, St. Louis, uh, Missouri Wrestling in St. Louis, Missouri. He was trained by trainers with the wrestling promotion and his father, Cowboy Bob Orton. So how lucky was he? Very, very, very lucky. Orton, Orton worked there and was even a referee a few times. In 2002, he, in 2001... He signed with the w, with the WWE, and he was sent to OVW, which was Ohio Valley Wrestling. And what they would do back then, because there wasn't no NXT or anything. No. So what they would do, they would uh, send them down there and get them ready for uh, the, w, the WWE. Or WWF. Well, yes, but it's WWE now, Jackson. It used to be WWF. It's WWE now. No. So when he started working from, they were the WWE. Hmm. Anyways. Ah, oh, man, I hate that. Sorry, I got some smudgy on my glasses. I can clean it off real quick before I start reading again. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just... Ah, okay. Where was I? Okay. In two, okay, so I went to Ohio Valley Wrestling. He won the hardcore title. Time, t- he won the hardcore title two times. Orton's first television WWE match against Hardcore Holly on SmackDown was April 25th of 2002. <clears throat> so he's been wrestling with WWE for almost 18 years. About. He became a fan favorite on September tw- uh, on, sep- in sep- on September no in September of 2002. Orton went to Raw where he defeated Stevie Richards. Two weeks into the uh, Raw debut, he suffered a shoulder injury and would still make some TV appearances, but he was out for a while because of his shoulder. <sighs> really? What? Just kidding. Okay. When he came back, he joined Evolution. 
When he came back, he joined Evolution, which was Triple H, Ric Flair, and Batista. They were pushed very heavy from 2003 to 2004. The group at one time held all the, t- all the belts. They held the tag team champ belts, the intercontinental belt, and the heavyweight belt, which Triple H held. So they all had belts. Really? Yes. And then he started calling, that's when he started calling his finishing move, finishing move the RKO. RKO. From out of nowhere. I don't, I don't like when they say that. You don't like that? No, because it was like to cheat sometimes. Oh. Then he faced Rob Van Dam and won the Intercontinental Championship belt. Excuse me, on December fourteenth at Armageddon. That was a that's a pay per view. He held it for seven months. Edge defeated Orton at Vengeance. And see, I like Edge too. Edge is a real good wrestler, but he was reti- he is retired. You like Edge? Yeah, but why that's retired? Well, Jackson, sometimes people get hurt, or you know, that's what y'all don't understand. You he know, is a these. Good get hurt or their bodies from uh you know years of wrestling wrestling they gotta quit or something true because edge has been wrestling a very long time oh yeah edge is another one he's been wrestling for a very long time older than randy no about the same okay he defeated edge like i said where'd i go lost my place guys sorry okay then he started his focus on the heavyweight championship, and he became the number one contender. Then he beat Chris Benoit to become the youngest champion in history. And then, guess what happened? What does Triple H do to people all the time? Especially when they have the belt or something he wants, and he's their friend. He's like, I'm your friend. And then what does he do? Slash Turns his back on him. And that's what Evolution did to Randy Orton. Since he had the belt, Evolution turned their back on him and started beating him up. And then he started a feud with Triple H to get the belt. And he lost to Triple H, and Triple H got the title. Yeah. And he got, and of course, he was kicked out of Evolution by then. Then Orton had a feud with The Undertaker, and they faced each other at WrestleMania 21 in a Hell in the Cell match. Now, that was a good match because Randy's dad was involved. And try to help Randy cheat, and it didn't work because the Undertaker never loses at WrestleMania. No, he, always, he mostly always wins. Like and so then much. he uh, he never loses a hell in the cell. He just he just don't do that. I know him. Yeah, he just throws him to the cage, brings him back in the ring, just chokes him, and does his finisher on him, and one, two, three, done. Yes. Okay, where was uh Okay, the Undertaker match where Orton lost even though he had help from his father, Cowboy Bob Orton. Then on Raw the following week, he beat Batista to win the heavyweight championship and he had another Hell in the Cell match with the Undertaker and lost again. Well, when did you start having Hell in the Cell matches with him? Yeah, but you, I mean, you can't beat the Undertaker at a Hell in the Cell match. Come on, man. Literally, he'll beat you, but... Yeah. Then he kept on having great matches and still does... And still he has became one of the biggest stars in the WWE. 
And he had a good run for a while, too. I uh, forgot to mention with uh, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase's son. And they had a pretty good, it was like, a, I can't remember what they called them, but they all were third generation, second generation superstars because Randy uh, Cody Rhodes, <coughs> his dad was Dusty Rhodes and his brother's Dustin. And, of course, Randy, him and Randy's dad and his uh, grandpa. And then you had a Teddy Biasa's son, you know. So they, they, was, they had a pretty good little feud with the DX for a while. And don't forget about when, uh, when Randy turned his back on Cody. Yeah, and then he turned his back on Cody. But, yeah, Randy's always been the bad guy. He's only been a little a good guy for hmm, a little bit. But every time he... Even if you think he's going to trust somebody, he, what, Jackson, turns, turns his back, back on, him. on him. Yeah. Like always. He always has to cheat on him. Yes. He always has to go, ooh, look at me. All right, Jackson. I've talked my ear off about this guy. Let me do, let me show tell you about his belts he won. And then you can uh, talk about him for a little bit, about what you want to say, okay? Okay, he was a four. He's been a four-time world heavyweight champion, one-time world tag team champion, one-time intercontinental check tag, uh, one-time intercontinental champion, and then he's been a SmackDown tag team champion, a United States champion, a Royal Rumble winner of two thousand nine and two thousand seventeen. Yep. He won the Money in the Bank, two thousand thirteen. 17 triple crown champs and 18 grand slam cha- grand slam champs championships wow. so yes and i forgot to write down more of the uh like i said the language and stuff so sorry about that and some of the moves my bad i need to explain that better too but we're starting it's We'll get it going. But, Jackson, you want to put your two cents in? Talk about Randy Orton, what, what you like about him for a little bit? To yeah. Tell the kids your age why you like him. Only part when I like him is when, like, I don't like like someone when he's facing. Because the only one move that I like is because I love when he like, gets out of the ring. Or, and, like, like, he never backs down. He always must just stands in the ring and fights them. Yes. But sometimes he loses, sometimes he doesn't. Just like when... Just like... Just keep talking, dude. Just like when Evolution used to turn his back on Randy, but Randy never turned down. He always just... He always just stand up for himself. But yes. I know Evolution now is all broke up because Batista has a game that he's working on. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are in NXT right now. And Randy, I th- and now Randy's looking for a new partner now. He is? To turn, yeah. Until the big show came out on Raw and actually challenged him, but Randy already beat him. And that's when Big Show, that's when Big Show got fired. Cause Mr. McMahon, you know how Mr. McMahon is when when someone gets rude or gets yeah. Here, 
Like, he literally came out to Big Show and said, You're fired! Yeah, but we're not talking about Vince. Keep focus on Randy Orton. Because Randy, uh, I don't really like him. I don't like when he has, so I don't like when he dresses up as one of the cameraman. Yeah, he's always sneaky. He'll do that. He'll dress up like the cameraman or somebody cleaning the bathroom or somebody in the audience, and he'll just attack you from behind. But he, that's why they always call him the snake. Do you mean the viper? Yes, the viper, the viper. Yes, see? Just, just like what Becky did to um, Charlotte with the crunch. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that was Randy did to yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell us about mm-hmm. Randy before you go? Yeah. This is something I do not like about him. I don't like when he does the, uh, like the blue, uh, low blows to people when the ref ain't looking. Oh, yeah, the ref ain't looking. He'll, <clears throat> a low blow, uh, a low blow is when you hit someone. In the bad spot. In the bad spot, yes, when the ref ain't looking. Because your arm goes like yes. that. I mean, got to describe it. Because I know Triple H used to go, Yes, hey, Ric Flair was notorious for doing that. But. But that's all I have to say. But he is a good wrestler. I will not knock his ability. He is, uh, and he's good at talking on the mic too. Just like, just like how, um, the Undertaker is good at in cages. That's how he. That's how Randy is too. Yes, and indeed, was, baby. And, and, and out of the ring too. He literally yes. never backs down until he gets hurt. I know. He, I love how he just gets a water bottle and just spits it all over. Him. Yeah. I don't like that for you. Well, anything else you want to say to him? This is 101. Well, I mean, not signing off yet. Just oh. anything in general. Mm. We got the Royal. This is uh, the Sunday. Royal. We got the Royal Rumble coming up tonight. Who do you think might win the Royal Rumble, Jackson? I don't know who's in. Basically, all the new guys. Randy Orton's in. Um. It's- I I would have to say since the Undertaker tied, I was about to say the Undertaker, but no. Yeah, but he he ain't wrestling. Uh, I, I don't know who's gonna win. Since Randy's gonna be in there, I'm not gonna pick Randy. Could be Randy, Seth. Um, could be. Uh, no, Seth is on SmackDown now. They I know, but SmackDown. it's a Royal Rumble, Jackson. Uh, I will have to go with the Fiend because the Fiend mostly in the in the Fiend. But I don't know. We haven't seen the Fiend be Fiend be back. Well, we might come back tonight. Surprise. <sighs> Don't know. But, or uh, Alexa. It's going to be fun. We're excited about the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble tonight. Or, uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate it, cause you know who's, you know who's gonna go in there, Mr. Roman. Yes, I know. Put his title on the line, and then he will lose, and Paul Heyman and him will get mad. Roman Reigns, he's the head of the table. Hopefully, Kevin Owens comes back to get his revenge. Yeah, well, Kevin Owens has been coming back, so Hopefully we need to keep up with title. it, so we can tell everybody what's going on, and yeah. we need to start watching the, uh, just. Watching more of it to give everybody uh, a heads up of what's going on, even and with the AEW. Yeah, and NXT. We need to go back to watch that. Yeah. But you guys, uh, is this uh, all you got, bud? Mm, yeah. All right. <laughs> this has been, uh, what, Jackson? What show is this called? Wrestling 101 with Jackson. Get up, toaster to your mic and talk. 101 with Jackson. I am your host, 
Jackson Booth, and this is your co-host, Stephen Booth. And guys, it's been real. It's been fun. I hope it's been this is educational for you. You're learning something. But just keep coming back. As long as I got two or three people listening, I'm fine. I don't need a thousand people. But hey, if I get them, I get them. But hopefully yeah. this is something kids can start listening to and we can start, uh, you know, putting wrestling kind of back on the map because everybody's like, oh, makes fun of you or, oh, you watch that crap. It's so stupid. You know, it's fake. Don't and, listen to them. Uh, just listen here. The same people that say that when you say this and you go, well, you like watching sci-fi movies, don't you? You like watching Marvel, com- Marvel comic movies and all that? That's not real. Do you yeah, really no. think there's an Iron Man flying around? Do no. you really think there's a Batman? No. Well, so don't knock me for liking wrestling when you like comics. Yeah. Okay? That's all I'm saying. But the Batman car is real. Yes. But anyways, uh, this is Stephen Booth saying goodbye. And this is Jackson Booth signing off. And and have a good day, guys. Yes, have a great day, and y'all kids be good, and listen to your parents, and please do not do any of that stuff at home. And and stay and stay good in school, and don't get in trouble. Exactly. We'll see y'all later. See you. See you in the next podcast. Bye.